So tomorrow is Independence Day, um, and I, as I get older, um, I, I become more reflective of what some of these holidays mean, what some of these, these times of celebration mean, and, and that kind of thing. I was telling uh, the, some of the leaders today that uh, when I was younger, I used to love, like, blowing stuff up, and I used to try to make my own bombs and stuff on Fourth of July, and that's what it was all about. Um, for me. And then just as I get older, the more I realize, man, this is actually like a gift from God that, that we are able to live in the nation that we live in. We're not, the United States isn't perfect. We still have a long ways to go to, to um, be the ideal, right? To, to be, um, to, to image God, but, but it's, it's such a blessing to live here, and I'm so proud that I get to live in a country that's founded on the morals and principles of God. And so um, this morning, I just want to take just a, a moment and just pray um, for that, for the 4th of July, for Independence Day, that, that we would remember what it's about. Um, pray with me really quickly. Heavenly Father, your name is the name by which the founders of this country one liberty for themselves and one liberty for us. Your name is the name by which they fought for freedom. Today, God, I ask that you would grant us wisdom and grace to maintain our liberties, to, to maintain our rights in righteousness and peace. Righteousness and peace. Unite us as a people and revive the heart of our nation through Jesus. Holy Spirit, we need you to lead us. We need you to guide us and we need you to speak to us. Thank you, God, for, for the blessing of, of being able to live in the United States in 2022. Thank you, God. All blessing and glory and honor and power be to you, God. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. 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 Uh, so today is our uh, family meal, fifth Sunday, though it's not the fifth Sunday of the month. It's the first Sunday of the month, but like we're just switching it up a little bit because some, some scheduling things. So um, we're doing a, a family meal after service today. So I have a really short message um, that I want to I wanna share with you, and then we can eat. Um, Dylan is, is cooking hot dogs out back, and I love nothing more than grilled hot dogs. So um, if you have a Bible, open it up to Colossians chapter 3. Colossians chapter 3, that's in the New Testament, after Romans, after Corinthians. And we're going to start in, in verse 10. Colossians chapter 3, verse 10. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator and become like him. In this new life, it doesn't matter if you're a Jew or Gentile, circumcised or uncircumcised, barbaric, uncivilized, slave or free. Christ is all that matters and he lives in all of us. Since God chose you to be the holy people he loves, you must clothe yourselves with tenderhearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. Make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. 
Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. And let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace and always be thankful. So it starts out by saying, put your new nature on. Put on your new nature and be renewed as you learn to know your creator. This is something that I, I've been saying in our Roman series because the Apostle Paul says it a lot in there. And I will continue to say this a lot. When we said yes to Jesus, the old way of life, our old selves died. And, and when, uh, when we said yes to Jesus, we were raised to life with him. And we were, cre- we were a new creation made to be like him. And verse 10 says, it also says, be renewed as you uh, learn to know your creator and become like him. As a new creation, that is the whole point of your existence. It's the whole point of my existence is to know God more and more and become like him. Now verse 11 tells us that it doesn't matter who you are. Doesn't matter who you are. Social status doesn't matter. Education doesn't matter. Your political viewpoints don't matter. None of that matters. When you said yes to Jesus, all that matters is him. All that matters is him. And so we shouldn't let worldly things divide us because to us, all that matters is him. Because Jesus lives in all of us who claim to follow him. Uh, Verse 12 says, you must clothe yourselves with tender-hearted mercy, kindness, humility, gentleness, and patience. These are things of God, right? They're not things of the world. Things of the world are the opposite. Um, Not uh, meanness, proudness, um, being harsh, uh, being impatient. These are things of the world. When we said yes to Jesus and we died to our old way of life, we died to those other things. And we said yes to, to mercy. We said yes to kindness. We said yes to humility and gentleness and patience. And, and he says, you must clothe yourselves with them. And when I get that picture of clothing yourself, I think of my clothes. They go everywhere with me. It, it, we shouldn't just clothe ourselves with these things when we're here or, or maybe when we're in our home group. Our clothes go with us everywhere, and so should mercy and gentleness and patience and humility. Clothe yourselves with those things. These are signs that you've died to your old self is, is when you can live this way. And here's a really important part of this chunk that I just read. Verse 13, make allowance for each other's faults. And forgive anyone who offends you. Remember, the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. Above all, clothe yourselves with love, which binds us all together in perfect harmony. Nobody's perfect. Is that, is that breaking news for anybody? No. Nobody's perfect. And, and this is part of being a community. This is what it means to live in community with each other, that we don't expect each other to be perfect. You are human, and you are going to make a lot of mistakes, and I need to understand that, and I need to make allowances for that. Guess what? Your pastor is human. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes. A lot of mistakes. I'm going to make a lot of mistakes, guys, and I need a community that understands that and makes allowances for me to make mistakes. 
that's not going to get offended every time I do something that, that the community doesn't like or, or I, I, didn't, I didn't do what you suggested and so now I'm going to take my ball and go home. I need a community that understands that and makes allowances for that. That is what it means to be a community. And above all, we're supposed to clothe ourselves with love, but not the world's kind of love, right? Not, not the conditional kind of love that goes away, not the kind of love that, that is contingent on you doing something for me. Clothe ourselves in, in the God kind of love, the, the brotherly love that, that's only possible through the empowerment of the Holy Spirit. That's the kind of love we're supposed to clothe ourselves in. That's the kind of love we should have for each other. And finally, verse 15 tells us, and let the peace that comes from Christ rule in your hearts. For as members of one body, you are called to live in peace. The peace of God is supposed to rule in our hearts. It's supposed to rule over us. We're not supposed to be ruled by things, by possessions, by, you know, other emotions. We're supposed to be ruled by the peace of God. It's supposed to, it's supposed to be where we live from. We're supposed to live from a place of peace. And as, as children of God, as, as his followers, we're called to live at peace with each other, no matter what. We're called to live at peace with each other, no matter what. So peace and love. Peace and love. This is our foundation as Christ followers. And when I was putting this, when I was putting this message, this little message together this week, I kept thinking like, man, God, you want us to be hippies. Because, you know, that's what, that's what I think. Like peace and love, right? Peace and love, you know, that whole thing. That's our foundation as Christ followers. Peace and love are the roots of our life in Christ. And God wants peace and love to be as natural to us as breathing. God wants peace and love to be as natural to us as breathing. We have an opportunity today to practice peace and love. In just a minute, I'm going to pray and and we're going to share a meal together. And I want to encourage you like I did last time. Find somebody that you maybe don't know very well and, and sit down with them and share a meal with them and share your story with them and um, let them tell you their story. My, my home group is doing this right now where we're kind of sharing, sharing our stories with the group and, and I got to say it's really powerful. It's really powerful to watch God move and work through somebody's testimony. So don't just, don't just take an opportunity to scarf down some food and then hit the road. Like find somebody that you can hear their story, that you can share your story with and, and let's operate in peace and love today. This is the perfect time to sit, some, sit with somebody and, and show them mercy and kindness and humility and gentleness and patience. So let me pray for you. Let me pray for the food and we can, uh, we can eat. God, thank you. God, thank you for this community. Thank you, God, that that you brought us together and that you have kept us together, God, and that you continue to bind us together. God, I pray that that, um, we would open ourselves to each other, that that we wouldn't just have surface-level relationships, but we we would have deepening friendships. We would... We would take each other deeper into each other's worlds, and we would know each other more. We would grow in relationship with each other as we grow in relationship with you. God, thank you 
thank you, God, that, that you want peace and love to be our foundation and nothing else. Peace and love, the foundation of our relationship with each other. Thank you, God. I pray for the food today. I pray that you would bless the food, that, that you would um, bless the hands that prepared it, and, and bless our time of fellowship together. Bless our, our time of, of getting to know each other more deeply. Thank you, God. We love you. We give you praise. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen, amen.